Oh, hallelujah. Well, it's good to be home. Praise God. This is my home. For you that don't, that may be new and don't know me, this is the church that I grew up in all of my life. And I love this church. I love the people of this church. And I know what they stand for. Praise God. And when I moved, my heart stayed here. Praise God. But God is a God that supplies every need. I love and appreciate Brother and Sister Simpson. They have been nothing but good to me. They have loved me. They have helped us when we've needed help. And I really love them and appreciate them and thank them. Praise God. And I want to thank them for letting me come home tonight. Praise God. I'm excited. I'm excited. Praise God. And I'm just asking God to, to use me and to anoint me. Praise God. I didn't call myself to preach, but God called me, so I have to obey. Praise God. And I want God to move. If God's not in it, then I don't want to be in it. But I know God's in it. I have felt it tonight, and things that have been said have just confirmed to me that what God gave me last week. I was getting ready to go to church and I walked over to my dresser and I picked up a pen and I wrote down a message and God told me then I didn't know when but God told me then it was going to be preached at this church and I just kind of threw it off and I thought oh you know no big deal had no idea what was going to happen tonight and then God just reconfirmed it so let's just move with God tonight what do you say Praise God. Let's just move with the Lord tonight and ask Him to, to have His way. If you will tonight, if you'll turn with me to Hebrews, the fifth chapter. Praise God. And we'll start reading at the eighth verse. Hallelujah. Though He were a son, yet learned He obedience by the things which he suffered and being made perfect he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him called of God and high priest after the order of Melchizedek of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered seeing ye are dull of hearing for when for the time ye ought to be teachers Ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk, and not of strong meat. For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. I want you to pay particular attention, if you will, to that last verse. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age. Even those who by reason use, everybody say use have their senses 
exercised? Have their senses exercised? Can we lift our hands and ask God's anointing upon his word? This God, we love you tonight. God, we exalt you. We magnify you. We praise you. We glorify you, God. We thank you, Lord. Let your anointing be up on your word and up on your messenger tonight. God, for we cannot do it without you, but with you, God, we can do all things. God, we do praise you. We do worship you. God, for you are worthy tonight. You are worthy tonight. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Praise God. You can be seated, but don't sit on it. Praise God. Don't sit on the word of God. Let's ex get excited about him. Praise God. I'm happy to report to you that there is revival down south. God still moves wherever you're at. Praise God. Here about two or three weeks ago, they got through the service and got ready to take up the offering, and the usher come down the aisle. Just about the time he hit the, the, the front there, the man that was standing behind the pulpit, he said, Brother Fred, he said, I feel something. All of a sudden, the usher took spin and took off around the church. An hour and a half later, we finally got the offering taken. <laughs> Praise God. You never know what God's going to do. I said, you never know what God's going to do. Praise God. But somehow, if we are sensitive enough to the Spirit of God, God can do great things in our midst. Praise God. And again, I want to thank Brother Simonson for allowing me to come tonight. I wish he was here. But God's able to touch his body, and I believe in God to do that. Praise God. As I've said, I want to talk to you tonight. If I had a couple of, of titles, actually, but I'm going to use the one that God gave me the night that I was at home. It simply says, come on out of the wilderness. Come on out of the wilderness. We have read his scripture, the scriptures tonight in Hebrews where he was talking about the fact that there are some of us that want to take the Word of God and we want to, to use it as milk, as nourishment. Right. We want to take it and just kind of, uh, so to speak, milk the Word of God and not really get the nourishment uh, from it that we really need. And we allow the Word of God to spoil and to die away and we don't get anything out of it. Right. We uh, just allow it to go by the wayside and we really don't let it take effect in our life uh, and we don't allow the Word of God to be exercised. Uh, and we don't allow it to become part uh, of our spiritual senses. Uh, but there is a call of God tonight that I believe uh, that God wants us to grow in Him. Uh, he wants us to become strong. Uh, he wants us to become strengthened uh, within our very soul. Uh, and He wants to be us to become Christians uh, of what the Bible would call uh, of full age. But it has come to the place uh, that you and I have allowed uh, our senses to become dulled. Uh, it's got to the place to where praise no longer thrills us. Uh, it's come to a place where worship uh, no longer seems to be necessary. Uh, it becomes the place where holiness uh, has taken a secondary stand. Uh, but there has got to be something that would strike uh, the heart of you and I uh, to where praise uh, would become a vital part uh, of our 
are living for God. It will become a vital part of our everyday walk with God. We cannot allow ourselves to come to the place to where praise becomes unimportant, where our worship becomes that up to idols, and that our holiness is a thing of the past. But saints of God, let us be awakened to the hour in which we live and allow God to awaken our senses to the very hour of which we are today. Hallelujah. We have lived in, we are living in a world to where prayer has become a thing of the past. As Brother Kyle mentioned, they have taken it out of our schools. It's no longer allowed there. And it's even worse than that. I would dare say that prayer has been taken out of the homes of our families today. Prayer is not as important as it used to be, but yet we are more entertained with the things of the world. And we have allowed ourselves senses uh, to be dulled uh, to the place to where we can't uh, move as God wants us to move. Hallelujah. Praise God. It has come to the place to where the word of God doesn't really thrill us anymore. The word of God has no real meaning. It's become a shallow relationship we get just what we need to get by. It's not something that we want to dig into and really let it get a hold of us and strengthen our senses. We have become afraid of the power of God. We have literally become frightened because of the fact that not knowing the Word of God not really being able to rely upon the Word of God, that the very second that we start uh, growing in God uh, and the devil stands in our face and begins to roar uh, like a lion, we become afraid. And we are dulled to the place to where we want to back up away from that uh, and we're not ready to do war. And so we allow ourselves to be pushed out into a place of our spiritual wilderness. Amen. Amen. It's no longer is it a conviction of ours to be faithful to the house of God. It's no longer a conviction of ours to be faithful to God outside of the house of God. It's no longer... Uh, a, a thing uh, of absolute necessity uh, that our lives line up with the Word of God, uh, but we get what we think is just enough uh, to get us across the threshold uh, of heaven. Compromise is not so bad. It's not such a bad thing. We have allowed the devil to show us the glittering lights of the world and to the place to where we have compromised ourselves right back into a spiritual bewilderment and a spiritual wilderness where we cannot be sensitive to the moving of the power of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. But we have gotten to the place 
to where if our flesh has not been filled with the entertainment of the world, bless God, there is no way that we're going to allow God to move in our spiritual being. But I'm here to tell you that the Word of God is telling us, hey, wake up just a little bit. Get your spiritual senses out there. Listen, when we come into the house of God and the Spirit of God moves like it has tonight and some of us sit unmoved, it's only because our spiritual senses have been done to the place to where we cannot allow God to move. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we have got to allow ourselves to be so sensitive. Oh, listen. It's not every day, granted, uh, that we come into the house of God uh, and we feel like jumping over the pews and running around. Uh, but there ought to be something in our soul uh, that if there is someone that is in this place uh, that is in need, uh, we ought to have ourselves enough in tune uh, with the Word of God. Uh, we ought to have our spiritual senses uh, so much aware uh, that we have exercised them enough uh, that we can discern uh, whether there is a need uh, within our midst or not. Hey, listen, uh, God's worthy of our praise. I don't care what's going on. Uh, I don't care what problem you've got. Uh, I don't care where you're heading. Uh, the God that I serve still sits on the throne. Uh, he's still God Almighty. What in the world? Uh, we've got to get our spiritual senses uh, alive inside of us today. Hallelujah. 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 Elder saints of God. Let me talk to you a little bit tonight. You have set a precedent for the younger generation, for my generation. You see, I myself am a fifth generation Pentecost. I talked to my grandmother yesterday and we sat down and figured it out. I am a fifth generation Pentecost. Now, a lot of you, I have a wonderful heritage that I'm thankful for. But yet, down through six generations of Pentecost, I begin to question myself as to what have we let go through six generations of knowing the power and the wonders of God. Have my spiritual senses become dulled to the place to where I don't really know where God wants us. Elder saints of God, some of you may have been in this way for 50 years, but yet your duty is not over. Your walk is not over. Your responsibilities are not over. Listen to what the Word of God has to say in Titus, the second chapter. It says, but speak thou the things which become sound doctrine, that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, in patience. Aged women likewise, that they, may, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach that they may teach hey listen grandma you may not be able to get up and jump up and down 
and worship God like you ought to, like you used to. But it doesn't keep you from sitting there uh, worshiping God and magnifying Him. Uh, it doesn't keep you ever once in a while of uh, hollering out, I love you, Jesus. Uh, it doesn't keep you from worshiping God uh, and kind of pushing the younger ones on their way. Uh, it doesn't keep you uh, from instructing them uh, in the more excellent way uh, of the doctrines uh, of Jesus Christ uh, just because uh, you've been in this way uh, uh, for most of your life for 50 or 40 years, uh, listen, your responsibility uh, is to pass this thing on uh, to the next generation. But don't allow the devil to lead you from the Canaan land that you've been waiting for so long back out into your spiritual Egypt. It's so easy. For us to sit back and say, well, I have fought long enough. It's time for me to sit back and relax. Uh, oh, listen, the race is not over till it's over. Our walk with God is not over till it's over. We have got to awaken ourselves. Uh, hey, listen, uh, in the hour in which we live, uh, I have never in my life seen the devil work overtime uh, like he has worked. Uh, and if there's ever a time, church, uh, young, old, middle-aged alike, uh, if there's ever a time that we need to band together uh, with the power of the Holy Ghost uh, and to hold one another up before God, uh, it's today. Uh, hallelujah. We've got to hold on to it. Hallelujah. It tells us that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children. There is a tower in which we live when love no longer is within our families today. We need to make sure that our families are strong in the church. We need to make sure that we've got everything in order because I'm going to tell you what, this church is only as strong as the families that sit within it. Hallelujah. And I got news for you. The pastor can't do it all. The pastor can't do all the praying. He can't do all the visitations. He can't do everything. Saints of God, it's like a fine machine. Uh, we've got to learn how to get our spiritual senses uh, in tune with God. Uh, we've got to get it all in order. Uh, we've got to get off uh, of our spiritual pew uh, and begin to move out. Uh, begin to, to get out in the middle of the water a little bit uh, and get our senses uh, in tune with God. Uh, but you see, uh, it's going to take some sacrifice. Uh, it's going to take some real effort. Uh, it's going to take some hard going uh, to come out of the wilderness. Uh, that some of us have allowed uh, the devil to push us back in. Uh, hey, listen, uh, there has been many times uh, in my life uh, that I could have allowed uh, the devil to put bitterness uh, in my heart against the church. Uh, things that have gone on, uh, I could have turned away from God, uh, but there is something inside of me uh, that my spiritual senses uh, said, oh, uh, but God uh, is the King of Kings. Uh, he is the Lord of Lords. Uh, he is my salvation. I I can't give up now. Hallelujah. I've got too much of a heritage to let go. God's coming is too soon. But yet we are content to allow 
our spirituality to, to lie within the four walls of the church. We're okay as long as we can come into the house of God and be protected from all the elements of the world. And we seem to allow God to move for a little while and to hold on just for a little while. We allow him to move just a little bit. But we don't allow God to bring us out of that spiritual wilderness. There is no time, there is no place for us to be turning a deaf ear to the gospel of Jesus. It's not a time for us to turn away. You see, I got a little bit of a thrill tonight because I looked around at some that I know to be new converts. You see, at the simplest songs, tears run down their eyes. Hands raised, weeping to God. You know why? Their spiritual senses are alive. And they're feeling, they're hungry. They're saying, God, feed me, Lord. God, feed me, Lord. God, feed me, Lord. But you see, some of us have been in this thing so long that we've allowed ourselves to become numb. We've allowed our senses to become numb uh, that we can't feel anymore. We can't seem to reach out and touch uh, the things of God anymore. And they're just out here uh, with no direction at all because uh, we have allowed the devil to dull our senses. Uh, we no longer seem to know uh, how to reach out and touch him. Uh, we have been through so many wars that the wounds uh, have dug so deep uh, that we we can't believe God anymore. We can't seem to pull ourselves out of that spiritual wilderness. Oh, listen, I don't care what comes your way. I don't care if you lose everything you've got. Don't lose the very thing that means everything, and that is your very salvation. Don't allow the devil to numb your senses to the place to where you can let go of the thing that is priceless. It's so easy. It's so easy. Elder saints, be an example. If you can't get up and shout, you can still lift your voice toward heaven. You can still lift your hands toward heaven. I'm going to tell you what. As a young person in this church, I would sit there sometimes being so numb from the things that I had faced. There's been times that Sister Jones would get up and I've seen the anointing of the Lord hit her and she'll begin to testify. And it's not very long until I feel the Holy Ghost move inside of me and something slaps me upside the head and suddenly it shocks my spiritual senses just by testifying. There's been times to when I've come into the house of God. Sister Worthington would stand up and she would merely make that statement. He's getting ready to come and I'm getting ready to go. And there would something shock my system that would get me excited. 
Hey, God's really getting ready to come. And I've got to get ready to go. God, awaken our spiritual senses. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. God's wanting to awaken us to a place to where he can touch us. God's awesome presence in this place tonight. Move through here. Totally unaware to some that God had even been here. Some of you have been around it most of your life, yet unmoved. Because your senses have been deadened to the place to where you can't feel anymore. Prayer has become a thing of the past. Holiness has left your life. The Word of God carries no meaning anymore because your spiritual senses have been numbed and you can't feel anymore. God Awaken our spiritual senses. What am I trying to tell you, elder saints? I'm trying to tell you that the position you hold is so important. There was a time that I sit in this church. I was about as low as I could get. Totally unaware. What was going on? Sister Lucas walked up to me. She says, I'm praying for you, and I love you. You don't know what that done for me. It suddenly let me know, hey, somebody really does care. God really does care. He knows exactly where I'm at. Elder saints, don't stop being sensitive to the move of the Holy Ghost. Don't allow your senses uh, to be deadened to the place uh, to where God can't move through you. Some of you were so used to God using you in so many great ways, allowing the gifts of the Spirit to operate through you. And unfortunately, it became a thing of the past. It became a used to. But elder saint of God, there is no reason to sit back and allow the devil to draw your senses. You're not too old for God to move through. You're not too old for God to give you some spiritual strength uh, to move and to show uh, this younger generation uh, that God is still the almighty God. Uh, he's still the king of kings. Uh, he's still the Lord of lords. Uh, and that God can do miracles. Hallelujah. 
sometimes we become so backward about the things of God. But Titus 1 and 9 says, Holding fast the faithful word as he hath been taught that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and to convince gainslayers for there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers especially they of the circumcision whose mouths must be stopped Do you understand what it's saying? He's saying their mouths have got to be stopped. Who subvert whole houses. They wipe out families. They tear down the spirituality. Of the things of God. They numb their senses. Teaching things which they ought not. For filthy lucre's sake. I'm sorry saints of God. But you can't get what you need. Sitting in front of a television. Watching some evangelist. It don't work. You know why? Because it numbs your spiritual senses. You cannot feel what you need to feel. With, if you uh, get yourself to the place uh, to where you don't assemble yourselves together uh, with the people of God. But we've got to awaken ourselves. Listen. There are many that are out there uh, that are on TV every day. Uh, they're talking about the things of God. Uh, they're making people believe, send me your money, uh, and I'll pray for you, and God will do a great work. Uh, hey, listen, they're telling them uh, things that are true. Uh, God don't depend upon money from anybody to do anything. Uh, he depends upon us, uh, having our spiritual senses uh, in focus with him, uh, that when God moves, we can move uh, and be sensitive to the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm here to tell you, young people, it's time to grow up spiritually. It's time to stop being afraid of the roar of the lions of this world. Hey, listen. You have come what I've understood and heard tonight. Uh, you've seen what the things of the world have got to offer you. Uh, nothing but disappointment, destruction, uh, and filth of this world. Uh, and you can stand and allow the devil to tell you uh, that it's not true, that it's not all that bad. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, don't let the devil dull your spiritual senses uh, to the place to where God can't touch you. Come on, out of your wilderness. I know this church and I've known the prophecies that have come across to these pulpits. God has told us numerous times 
that he wants to send revival to this church. I've heard it with my own ears. God has literally wanted so bad to send us a revival like we have never had before. But because of our dulling spiritual senses, we can sit through a service of the Spirit of God that we've had like tonight, and some have been totally unmoved, totally unaware that Jesus even darkened the door. Some have said, now wait a minute. You be careful. You might hurt my feelings. You might offend somebody. You might tread on some dangerous ground. But listen, saints, if we're really in tune with God, I'm going to tell you what the Bible tells me. Psalms 119, 165 it says, Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend thee. If we're really attuned with God, if we're really in love with Him, I'm here to tell you that our spiritual senses will get us deep down in our hearts. And when the Word of God begins to prick our heart, it'll begin to make us rejoice because we want God to have His way. David made the statement, he said, Oh, how, I, how, how love I thy law. And he said it with exclamation points, Oh, how love I thy law. It is my meditation all the day long. Listen, saints of God, we have got to fall in love with Jesus all over again. We have got to fall in love with Jesus all over again. The things that we hear that go on around about us. Here not too long ago, and a lot of you have probably heard about it. Just not but a few miles away from where we now live. There were three girls that took a, I believe it was a 12-year-old girl out in a satanic way, tortured her, beat her, done some unmerciful things, and then set her and burnt her alive. And the one that had the most to do with it was raised in an apostolic Pentecostal home. What has happened to our spiritual senses? What has happened to our spiritual senses? And as they walked out of the courtroom, so hardened, she didn't even show the first sign of remorse. Once knowing the power of God, 
what's known to what it was to feel God's power, to enjoy the liberty of the Holy Ghost, but her senses so dulled that she could satanically take a human life and never be of remorse. My fear is that we could have our families sit in an awesome service night after night, day after day, and have our senses so dulled because we don't allow God to give us a fresh anointing of His Spirit every time we walk into the house of God. And yet, time after time, we become so used to God moving like He has moved tonight uh, that we can sit in His presence uh, and allow ourselves to be spiritually dull to where we cannot feel Him any longer. Then it's not long until we lose, a uh, lose respect for authority. It's not so long before we lose respect for the house of God. It's okay to compromise our walk with God. It's okay if we, instead of praying every day, it's okay just to pray once a week for about five minutes, just long enough to feel a spark of the Holy Ghost. Allowing the devil to dull our spiritual senses. Over the years, we've had many that have may have darkened an apostolic pulpit to have their senses so dulled that they'll compromise everything that they've ever stood for. And they can stand behind a pulpit today having no remorse teaching things that they ought not to. I don't know why God gave me the message He gave me for tonight for this church, but God literally told me it was for here. You see, there's one thing that I've always been taught and I've always tried to remember, always, be sensitive to the moving of the Spirit. Always be sensitive to the moving of the Spirit. You see, saints of God, there may be somebody sitting right beside you that maybe they're not strong enough to lift their hands toward heaven because of something they're going through. But if you can have your spiritual senses in tune with God, that you can reach out and say, hey, God, I want you to move. God, you've got to touch them. God, you've got to supply the needs. Hey, listen, I've been there. I've been there to where I couldn't raise my hands and feel God. And because somebody was sensitive to the power of the Holy Ghost, somebody was in tune with God, a mere statement that they made would shock my spiritual senses. Uh, 
and I would awaken. Hebrews, the second chapter says, How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Let me ask you this. How shall your loved ones escape? How shall your brother escape? How shall your friends escape if we neglect so great, so great, so great? That doesn't even describe it. It just says so great. But our senses have been dulled. To the point to where we can walk out of the house of God. Never to darken the doors. And not even feel bad. Worse than that. We can stand and watch him walk out the door. And never hold out a hand. Because. Our senses. Are dead. I feel an awesome, awesome, awesome anointing of the Lord in this place. You see, church, there are a lot of needs that have been mentioned in this place tonight. A lot of sickness. A lot of spiritual needs. But some of us weren't sensitive enough to the Holy Ghost to allow God to do what He wanted to do tonight. Some of us missed it. Some of us missed it. You see, I want you to realize that every time you come into the house of God, it's extremely extremely important that you be in tune with God. That your spiritual antennas be in tune with the heavens. Hey, listen, you may not agree with something, but I ask you, if you don't agree with it, before you make a statement or do something, check your spiritual senses. Make sure that you're in tune with God. Make sure that everything's in line before you turn away from it. We can no longer allow the devil to steal the blessings of God. We can no longer allow him to control. Sinner friend, if you're in this place and you've not understood what you've felt tonight, 
I'm here to tell you, you need to allow God to make your spiritual senses alive so that you can't understand. You need to repent. Ask God's forgiveness. Be baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus for the remission of your sins. And allow God to fill you with the Holy Ghost speaking with other tongues. Regardless of what others may tell you, the Word of God tells me that that is the only way. The only way. The only way. The only way. One way, one God. One Lord, one baptism. Saints of God, have we lost our sensitivity? Have we allowed ourselves to be taken out of Canaan land and pulled back into a wilderness to where we can't feel God anymore? Can we stand to our feet tonight and lift our hands toward heaven? Take me back.